Hello, you lovely lot. I wanted to take a moment to share an exciting announcement with you all. I will be doing a live show for Happy Mum, Happy Baby at the podcast show in London on the 22nd of May. This will be a live episode of this very podcast featuring me and a very special soon-to-be-announced guest. Get ready for a candid conversation, unfiltered truths, laughs, invaluable non-judgmental advice and lived experiences. Dive into the complexities of parenting while juggling work, relationships and personal growth and we'll be talking beyond the baby years. As well as the live episode, the show will also include a Q&A with both me and my guest. Tickets go on sale this Friday the 26th of April at 10am, but anyone who is part of the Happy Mum, Happy Baby newsletter will be getting early access to tickets on Wednesday the 24th of April at 10am. To sign up to the newsletter and for more information about the event, please head to happymumhappybaby.com forward slash events. I can't wait to see you there. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because rust-oleum's new custom spray five in one gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks crannies edges and curves without worrying about drips runs uneven coverage or anything else custom spray five in one only from rust-oleum Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello, Giovanna here. This is the second part of my interview with Ashley Kane and Sophia Foragy. If you haven't heard part one of this interview, you might want to listen to that first. And just a quick warning, this episode contains discussion about childhood cancer. At the end of part one, Ashley and Sophia had just told me that their baby girl, Azalea, had been rushed into hospital. So we're obviously in the hospital. And uh, we didn't know what we were going to get told, but from the kind of aura and the persona of the doctors around us, we kind of knew something that was wrong. And then the doctor came in and uh, he told us that Azalea had leukaemia. And uh, it wasn't just a normal count, so even if it's an adult um, and you have leukaemia, you'd probably have a count between 30 and 50. She had a count of 200 as an eight-month, eight-week-old girl. And um, not only did she have a white cell count of 200, she had tumours in her stomach, in her spleen, in her lungs, in her kidneys. And 
I know I can speak for both of us, but just talking to you as a person, my, my world turned upside down at that moment. Uh, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to think. I didn't really know how to handle it and take it. Also, I imagine at that point, you know that something's not quite right, but no parent's mind would go to that. I didn't even know what leukaemia was. And I didn't even know it was cancer until, like, a couple of weeks. My brain had just zoned out. And I, talking about leukaemia, I'm thinking, oh, OK, maybe we were in the hospital for a couple of weeks and she needs some antibiotics and she's going to be... She's going to be okay, we'll get to go home. And, like, I didn't know leukaemia meant cancer. That's how uneducated I was about cancer. I didn't know. I don't even think it's that thing of being uneducated. I think cancer, when it comes to anything like that, we don't talk about it. It's something that you don't talk about because that person is going through it. Mm. You know, you don't want to bring things up. But actually, not talking about things is where we get into problems. We should should talk. We should be open about these experiences. And also... (laughs) If you see an advert on TV and it says one in three people are going to get cancer, I think, like mentally me, speaking about me, I think I could potentially have cancer. Then I think I look at Sophia and I think, well, if there's one in three, that means one of us could get it. Then you mm. think about your parents, your yeah, grandparents. Yeah. You don't think about your kids. Mm. You don't think they could be one in three. Yeah. And that's the scary thing about it. And you can't blame anyone for that because until it happened to me, I was one of those people, I wasn't aware. There's not enough awareness around childhood cancer. And that's one thing that we learned. I mean, we thought, as soon as we heard that news, we were broken. We were heartbroken. We were devastated. And then you kind of go into this world where you're on wards and that's a child with cancer. That's a child with cancer. Someone's messaging you on Instagram. They've got a child with cancer. They've lost a child with cancer. But at the time... (laughs) It, it was just insane. It was like another world. Like, it was suddenly, like, life just went... We was put in a hospital, new baby, and then I remember coming out of the doors and thinking, like, why are all these children pushing, like, this metal pole with, like, bags of, like, blood and this other stuff? Like, what... And they've got, like, tubes up their noses. And I thought that we were in, a like, a different ward or there wasn't enough room for where we were meant to go. And, mm. like, in the mornings and then you kind of walk out because of COVID, it's kind of, like, limited areas. Seeing children without no hair and, like, being told that, you know, like, they're being sick and this and that and they can't go and play because of COVID... And I I was genuinely thinking, like, where on earth am I? I remember walking out of the hospital and just, and just, like, literally in my dressing gown and it was just pouring down with rain. And I was just like... If I cannot do it, if I can't be here. If my if my, if my baby can't survive this, I do not want to be here. And the pain that we had when we were in intensive care, it kicked in. And Ashley came and was like, right, you know, we're going to make this promise. And it's like, this room now is called Club 100, called it. <laughs> I always, in my life, I go into survival mode. Mm. I, don't, um, I don't curl up in a ball, I, f- I fight. 
uh, no matter what it is, I'll fight. And I like I give myself the best chance. I give whoever is around me the best chance because that's what I believe in. And I actually think initially when we found out, Sophia was there listening. And as soon as we found out, I, I just crumbled. Yeah. I, I couldn't. You couldn't talk to me. I, I couldn't deal. I couldn't. I didn't know what to do. But then after the after that first couple of hours or that first night, I just flicked up and I thought pull yourself together. This isn't about you. This isn't about us. I thought, we cannot take our daughter's illness away. We cannot cure her. But the one thing we can control is the energy around her. Now, babies are sensory beings. They might not be able to understand what we are saying, but they can definitely pick up on our, on our energies and our aura. So I seen Saf, we were both struggling, but I seen Saf was struggling. I said, look, yeah, you make a promise to me now. I said, this room, I said, is Club 100. I said, do not let Azalea see you without a smile on your face. Do not let her see you be unhappy. I said, you want to be unhappy? I said, go out of the room. But I said, but while we are in here, we are 100 every day. I said, because we have to give our daughter the best chance of surviving we can possibly give. Because you know this, if you're, if you're stressed, if you're depressed, if you have anxiety, your body feels weak. Yeah. You can actually make yourself ill with no illness. Mm -hmm. So if you are ill, the last thing you want is people around you bringing you down. And it's just so crazy that I thought that we're going to have to be positive and bright around her to bring her through this. But actually... She was the brightest light in the room. Mm. She was the positive person. She was the strongest one. She was the bravest one. And everything that she held in her body radiated to everybody in the room around her. Through being on this journey firsthand, I know a lot of people see the videos online, they see the pictures. But as a parent that was with her every single day yeah, and seen her, I, I've ne I've genuinely and honestly, I've met some people in my life. I've never met anybody as strong as my little girl. And I've never met anybody that influences me and inspires me as much as my little girl. And that's why I say that she's my hero, because I genuinely mean it, because everything that she did on a day-to-day -day basis and everything that she overcome and every effect that she had on people around her was absolutely unbelievable. And I had the best days of my life in there. It, it was the hardest time of my life, but I genuinely had the best days of my life in that hospital room because I was with her mm. and she was so special. Honestly, if I could get, I would give the remaining years of my life up to do it all again. Really? I'd give the remaining years of my life up to have a hug <laughs> or a kiss and that's the honest truth because that's how much she means. There was definitely a feeling of someone outside looking in that you were both making every moment count. You know, there wasn't a time where, you know what I mean? And and I imagine having to go through that because of COVID times separately. Were you like passing ships and having to, because I know that you had your times where, where you were with Azalea and then actually you had your, like was that difficult almost going through it together but having to do that you know what? separately do you know what when you are selfless mm. to your baby yeah do you care whether your whether your hair is brushed 
Do you care whether you've eaten? Do you care whether you got fresh clothes? Do you do you care about these things? And for for, for us, it was our feelings did not matter. That our feelings are now in a locked away. Yeah. And it's Azalea's feelings. Is Azalea happy? Does Azalea need playing with? Has she had a chemotherapy? Are her nappies changed constantly? Is attending to your baby is your priority? Yeah. Our feelings, we didn't have a relationship. Did we moan about it? No, we didn't. What what happens is you're put in a survival mode. And because it was COVID, it was kind of like we had like a pattern that would work. So I would sleep, Ashley would sleep and we'd change over. And like Ashley would always say, if it wasn't for COVID, he wouldn't have been able to spend as much time with his daughter mm -hmm. and create that bond that he did. Yeah. And to me, hearing that is so special. It's so nice yeah. to, to hear that because as much as, like you say, you feel like you're giving her the energy, like playing, like I, I would always have a routine. Morning, it would be bath, even if we'd swap, it would yeah. be bath time, cream her, get her dressed, and, and it's playtime then. The nurses come in, everybody starts playing, she has a chemo, um, so, and all of these kind of things. There was, a, there was a routine that I had to try and implement while we was there. And after eight weeks of just having a C-section as well, and being put straight into a hospital in a chair to sleep in, that's something where you would genuinely feel like, oh, poor me. There was none of that. Yeah. It was just simply Azalea, Azalea, priority. N nothing else mattered, did it? No. Nothing. When you, when you say about COVID, it's... Yeah. I said to staff and I said to my family, I said... And I don't, COVID wasn't a blessing in disguise because I know that COVID's affected a lot of people, businesses and... Health. Yeah. Health, yeah. But when I look back at it, only having one parent allowed in the room at a time, not being able to have family there to support yeah. and all of that kind of stuff, that aspect of it was a blessing in disguise for me because we had no signal on our phones. We had a TV with two channels on it. So that meant every single minute of the day that you were in there with your baby, you were spent interacting. And I honestly feel that I've known her for 100 years. I look at my mum and I think of her relationship with me and I think my relationship with my daughter, I, I feel like I've known her longer than you've known me. <laughs> and if, you, if you've seen videos of her and you think how old she was at the time and what she was doing, she understood. I could say morning champ and she'd look at me and smile and I could talk to her about the day and I'd go are you listening to me beautiful and she'd like react to me like <laughs> sassy she she knew what was going on yeah. and she was very reactive and despite all the the health problems that she was going through she was extremely advanced yeah. and that's what was surprising to us and all the doctors around us mm. we had the physiotherapists coming in we had the child development people coming in and they couldn't believe that she was sitting up they couldn't believe she could stand on her two feet. They couldn't believe that she was rolling over and crawling. All of these things, that she was kind of ahead of other children her age that were healthy. And I just think that's because she had pure, hands-on love and care. 100%. And obviously she was she was a lion. Which so many people, so many children and, and parents don't have because 
when you're at home, you've got a million other things that you're yeah. doing, whereas it's so special to have had that time where it's literally, you have tunnel vision. Do you know, yeah. when, do you know when you're being told that when your daughter goes to transplant, she's not going to be able to sit up, she's not going to be able to eat, she's not going to be able to play, and she probably won't have much interaction with you. And I thought, yes, she is. Yes, she is. And I thought, do you know what? Got her a bumbo seat, sitting in a bumbo seat. And my nephew, he hated his bumbo seat. He would scream his head off like you weren't getting... She, she kind of... I put the pillows in and made sure she was, like, fully safe in a bumbo seat to start learning her core strength to, to get her strong. Yeah. And, like, feeding. They were saying, oh, she's not going to be able to eat. That was it. Got out the risks put it in her hand and she had an absolute field day loved it there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Because you were both completely in isolation as well, yes. weren't you? You weren't yeah. going out, no. you were literally... No, no. We, didn't, we, we basically got told, went into Coventry um, Hospital and then we got transferred to Birmingham Children's yeah. Hospital. We didn't we didn't go home from where we were, so we didn't get any clothes. And we literally oh, went wow. straight to Birmingham and then got a hotel and all we used to do was literally, I'd be in bed and then I'd come downstairs from the hotel walk across the road like that meet staff outside and we'd just do that yeah, and then we'd just do that we didn't go any we didn't go to a, a shop we didn't go to we didn't go out well we with everything going on I guess you just want to limit any chances yeah. of picking the, up anything else there, there was there was not a single chance mm. that we that we were going to risk yeah. you know what I mean our, our daughter's chances every everything was against her and I mean we, a lot of kids that are battling cancer, they have to have obviously chemotherapy, which lowers your immune system. Yeah. You have to have transplants, which wipes your immune system out completely. So a lot of the time, it isn't the cancer that that can take your child's life. It's the infections that mm -hmm. you get along with it. But we were we were literally on our hands and knees, wiping the floor with wet wipes, wiping the walls. We made sure that we change. Sometimes we change a nappy what twenty twenty six times a That's day not because even a lie. yeah, because really? when she had a wee, we knew there was chemo. We knew there was chemo. Um, 
It was basically the chemotherapy had come out into the into the urine, right. and when the chemotherapy has been put in, it get when you like urine, it's acid. So what happens is it can burn the skin. Right. So we actually used to leave azalea open, um, and like her nappies open, make a a little archway so she could still play and mm. interact with her. But then as soon as she would have a wee, it was straight away bowl wash gloves on as well because the the acid we weren't allowed to actually we'd have to change a nappy because obviously the acid from the chemotherapy then it's cross-contamination burn the skin all of these kind of things we we could change our outfits what 16 times a day Mm. just 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 because we we left it open on purpose so it was it was constant care and and for most of the time the nurses would bring your medication in and we were doing the medication ourselves. It wasn't like you were in somewhere where you've got care because it was COVID. There wasn't even nurses allowed. We had a, we had like a, a anti room, an anti room. So basically, mm-hmm. if I we we had four sets of clothes that we had to leave in there. If I walked in, I'd have to clean my phone down. I'd have to clean my watch down. I'd have to take these clothes off to put my new clothes on. Everything had to be spot on. But I think it was all worth it. No. Everything was worth it to make sure that she was not put in a position where we left her open to any kind of infection. Mm. So we well, I literally... think the first time we spoke was yeah. when you were saying something online, you were making a joke about not being able to iron. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally, we had four sets of clothes in there and they literally just throw your stuff in a 60 degree wash and then it gets put into a plastic bag and brought back into your room. Right. And then you put them clothes back on. It was a rotation mm-hmm. and that's what it was, weren't it? But obviously through COVID and everything, like we literally didn't go anywhere because Azalea were fighting. She was strong. We weren't going to let her down. It was a phenomenal fight. I mean, I, they didn't think she'd make it past the first round of chemotherapy. And, um, she flew through it. She didn't have any side effects from the chemotherapy. She didn't pick up no serious infections. They got to the second round of chemotherapy. They didn't think she'd make it through the second round of chemotherapy. She it flew must through be so it. hard, constantly being told she's not going to make it through this. Yeah. It's devastating because you it's get... Like being the, shot in your kneecaps. You never had a break with good news. So what I'm trying to say yeah. is if you got a bit of good news, next day it would be bad or yeah. next day it would be something. So she'd get through that round, they'd give her a problem. But she got through the second round. Transplant, it's heartbreaking. They told us that she was in the high-risk category for transplant complications and the low-risk category for transplant success. Um, We were on it through transplant. We didn't let anything go out of our sight. Um, She didn't have any infections, any complications. She engrafted within seven weeks. She took onto the new donor within two weeks and she was fully engrafted, as in her immune system came back up within seven weeks. It was phenomenal. So I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And it got to the point where the doctors and the oncologists couldn't believe it either. And then it just, um, it turned out that there was nothing else that they could do. Her disease was, was coming on so thick and fast. They couldn't intercept it. Imagine this one. So she'd fully engrafted. She got through transplant. We're on the way while we're in the hospital, ready to ring the bell to say that she's not an inpatient anymore. We thought we're going home. We went in there. We were celebrating the whole way to the hospital because we'd just been home for a week. We're celebrating. We're like, we're going to take our daughter home. We're on the way to recovery. 
So we're literally just all the nurses waiting in the corridor. We're just about to go outside to ring the bell. And then they come in and say that she's relapsed. But not only has she relapsed, she's had a big relapse. This is just, we're thinking, we're on the way home. We're done. And we were in not in a good position mm. at all. But you and still went out and you rang that bell. We rang the bell because oh, she, she that hit that milestone and she deserved a it. a moment to, from outside looking in, that was such a moment seeing you all go, but she's done this. We weren't going to ring the bell. And then I said, let's ring the bell. I said, she, 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 she achieved it. Yeah. She, she had a transplant. She engrafted. And she was at that point where she earned the right to ring the bell. And no matter how we feel, we're not taking that away from her. Mm. Do you know what I mean? She's got there. So that's why we rang it, because it was important for us, like, the whole way of this journey, journey to be positive. Even though she probably couldn't understand what I was saying, it was vital for me right up until the end to believe 100% that she was going to do it because I wanted her to always know that her daddy believed in her. So, you know, when you've got someone that's going to back you the whole way. One thing that was incredible was how the public were so taken with Azalea. Even talking about donors, how many people started donating? Like, how many people 80, signed up? 80,000 in one 80, weekend. In a weekend. And that's all because of Azalea. Yeah. You know, More and than I, they've had in two years. Yeah. Crazy. But it also goes to show, though, people aren't aware of these things. And I think for most people, they kind of go, well, it means nothing to me to sign up and be like, to be, be a donor. Just a swab. Do you Just see? a swab. That's all it is. Just that. And you understand you, now. Yeah. And you can literally save someone's life just from doing that tiny little thing. Yeah. Can you see why we're so, so passionate about yeah. this? We, we didn't intend for it to ever be that way. Like, we wish I, we weren't in this situation. I, yeah, well, I wouldn't wish this situation on the worst enemy, but in the first place, I, I was just saying to staff, I, I want to post it because she means so, she means so much. You, you, you post what you're proud of, and yeah. I'm proud of my baby, and I want to post it. And then things started, like, unravelling, and then you start to realise how important this actually is. The community you know, around us were just incredible straight away people seemed so invested they they cared they were they were genuine and i believe that the public and the community really helped us through this journey by all the love all the care and all the support they actually shown and i don't think they realize how much their messages and their support actually meant to us and how much power it gave us through the whole the whole journey i felt like we had a big family that's what it felt like like we had a huge family that we could just lean on mm. and to feel that comfort from strangers that we don't even know but feel protected yeah. i felt like we was looked after and that was because of everybody that came together kind of held us close mm. and we felt like we had the pillows and it may be difficult to kind of message each and every person back but to know that we felt so much love and so much support and still do and still really appreciate all the effort that everybody wants to give us for this charity, for Azalea's journey, means the world to us. All of these things were so, so, so much appreciated. The messages, the gifts, the love, the support, everything. Well, and there was a point where... 
there was possibly an option of flying, was it to Singapore? Singapore. And you knew that you needed a certain amount of money to be able to We make needed that a happen. minimum. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. it a minimum of 500,000? Mm-hmm. And you got to 1.5. And it went up so quickly. What I found incredible about that was it was, I mean, you had the occasional like £10,000 thrown in, but it was the volume of people giving a tiny amount. But how quickly that built up. It was incredible. Yeah. Within three I, hours, weren't it? Yeah. We, I, we... I personally think with the support around the world, I personally think if if it was three million, we'd have got there. If it was five, I think we'd have got there. And I think that that's just, it, it's a reflection of, that we we appreciate the support, but when, when we dig into it as well, a lot of people are, are thankful for sharing Azalea's journey, thankful to us for sharing Azalea's journey. A lot of people will tell us that Azalea and her journey has changed their lives. Mm. And I mean, Azalea, our, our kind of journey and Azalea's journey was going on when the world was going through COVID. And I think it really helped some people in a way because a lot of people were feeling sorry for themselves during COVID. A lot of people were stressed out, they were anxious, they were feeling depressed. They were going through a lot themselves, which I appreciate. But I think it, having a look what was happening in our situation and with Azalea gave a lot of people a reason to be like, what have I got to complain about? If that little girl can do this, I can get up and do that. And I think it was inspirational for, for, for some parents. I know that some dads... A lot of dads have messaged me now saying, I'm going to make an extra effort with my child. Mm. I'm going to now see my child. I'm going to do this for my child. A lot of people have been messaging us saying it saved their relationships. This journey has taught us, I think, that we want to be good people. We want to do good things. And our daughter's passing will not be in vain. One thing you both have done incredibly from the outside you celebrated Azalea every single day. And when you took her home, when you knew that there were no more treatments, that she could come home with you. What we did is live in the present of making sure she didn't feel that energy of sadness. When her eyes opened, she seen smiles, she heard music. You see her on the videos that you've seen, she's holding a green bean in her hand that she really wouldn't <laughs> want to eat. And she would hold her green bean and hear that music or if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands or ooby-doo. And we'd sing to her and bring that energy of joy. And she wants to poke you, she wants to grab a green bean, she wants to do all of these things. So why would I let my baby sit in, lie in my arms and me cry over her to yeah. see sadness. Mm-hmm. We talk so much about our children changing who we are as human, as humans, you know, and change is seen as a strange thing. We shouldn't change. We should be stationary. But that's absolutely ridiculous because you have to change. Otherwise, you're a plonker. Um, <laughs> but it's so clear how much becoming parents has changed you both and how much Azalea has changed you both with everything that she is but that's also through you guys like our, our children are a part of us um and and it's incredible that she's given you so much drive moving forward and part of that is with her foundation 100% talk to me about this foundation ah oh, it gives me chills it gives me pleasure it makes me sad <laughs> but it's sad that such a foundation even has to exist you know. Yeah, because it's like 
I wish I wasn't in this position, but knowing that I'm representing Azalea and she's changed my life in a way that I didn't think that she would, it gives me chills of that she hasn't gone through all of this for no reason and that we've still got Azalea with us. And the charity, I feel like, for me, I am now watching my daughter grow up. And to be able to change and help so many people in our community and all the children going forward and education and, like, making such amazing things happen for children is something that I didn't ever think would be something that I would be serving purpose for. And for me, that passion that comes with education and delivering it at full force for Azalea's charity is just so, so, so special. And when we're gone, we want to make sure that her legacy continues. And it's because of her that there's so much change and awareness. So what are your aims with the foundation, with the charity? And what are you... Because you're both taking different roles within it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, slightly different roles. Our fun- fundamentally, we want to help children fighting childhood cancer and their families. We want to raise awareness. Mm-hmm. We want to raise awareness for the situations that we've talked about earlier in this yeah. podcast. We want to raise funds to be able to help these kids because we're aware that for us, we managed to raise that money. But for other parents, it might not be so accessible and the stress that they, mu- that they must have knowing that they can't raise that money for the life-saving treatment for their child must be devastating in itself. Mm. So we want to raise funds. We want to bring treatments, such as the treatments that we were having to raise so much money for, to the UK. These treatments are here. The CAR-T therapy that we had to raise all that money for yeah. is available in Birmingham. They just haven't got enough money to put it into trial. Wow. How crazy is that? I mean, it's been such a lengthy progress putting all this together. We've had to work extremely hard with a great team to make this happen because setting up a charity is far more complex than setting up a business. Mm -hmm. We wanted to ensure that it's all done correctly, Mm -hmm. that it's transparent, and that it's going to be the correct setup so it could be the most beneficial to the people that we are trying to help. And I think my purpose with a charity is... Definitely education. Education means so much to me because it can change so much at such an early stage. And I feel like making magical times for children is something that I'm very passionate about. Bringing Club 100 to as many yes, children as possible. that's the one. Yeah. Hey, we may have a name. Club <laughs> <laughs> um, And that will be my purpose that I'm going to be, like, really, really strong on. If you could write a letter on being a mum or being a dad, who would it be to and what would you say? So my letter would be to Azalea and that would be solely to say thank you so much for making me the person that I am today and for teaching me how to grow and to know what strength is and for giving me a hero in my life, because I've never had one, and to say a massive thank you for everything that you've teached me, and I promise that I will do everything on earth to make sure that 
we've got an eternity together. I don't think I can say say it much better than that, to be honest. Sophia said it all. <laughs> I think it would simply be like, I love you. I'll see you soon. Yeah, I'll make you it. proud. We end each episode with you finishing three sentences. So the first one is, being a mum or being a dad means? Everything. I was going to say everything. The world. The world. answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> Since having a child, I? have learned to become the woman that I would have only dreamed to have been and the mum. Since having a child, I... have had the best days of my life. The final one is I'm happy when... I feel connected with my daughter. It's a difficult one. You've spoken about happiness and how you don't feel like you're going to feel happy. It's the first time I've been speechless because... I'm not really happy. Mm. And like I said, I don't see myself being happy. But I guess I'm happy when I'm riding on my bike and I see an orange sky as I'm coming back home because I know that she's shown me a sign that she's okay. So, yeah, that makes me mm. happy. Those and the rainbow. guys that you're getting, guys, <laughs> yeah, are just insane. incredible. Mm. I'm sure I'm not the only one. Whenever I see one, I'm like, guys. Everybody said, <laughs> I've never yeah. seen such a bright orange sky so often in my life. And it, it, it seemed like it was every night at one point. Yeah. Um, so I just think, like, yeah, I'm happy when I see an orange sky because when I say my prayers at, at night, or when I'm feeling like I'm struggling, I always ask her for a sign, and I always ask God to let her be able to, be able to show me a sign. And I say, Azalea, show me a sign, because in your signs, I get my strength. And with my strength, I'm going to do some amazing things in this world, in your name, for these children. So I always ask for the signs, and when I get them, it does put a smile on my face, and I have a lovely moment. So I've got no doubt that you're going to do so much amazing work. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so, amazing. so much. Thank you. It's It's been such a lovely experience to sit down and talk to you both. Um, and, I, and I do think this is the start of something incredible for you in Azalea's name. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much for having us. And I'm sure that there'll be a lot of your listeners that followed our journey. So a massive thank you to them too, yeah, because no you. doubt they were supporting us and helping us get to the point that we're at now. So a massive thank you to them as well. Let's go, champ. <laughs> Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. <laughs> Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.